0: They're all saving one, or most of them most of the Hampshire fielders are saving one. Somerset need one run. It's Edwards to Hildreth. He's there and bowls Hildreth and he gets the run away through the onside. And Somerset have won! They've won the Royal London One Day Cup.
1: Merry Christmas and welcome along to Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. Uh, I'm Ian Shepherd. I'm joined today on this festively uh, rainy and windy evening by uh, Steve Tancock and Dan Kingdom. Uh, gents, I suppose first order of business. Um, we found out today we've signed Steve Kirby, of course former Somerset player, Tango as our new bowling coach. What do we think of that?
2: Yeah, happy with that. He's, he's someone who I think he's got a good reputation. He's... He coached mcc after he finished playing for a few years and then now he's gone on to derbyshire um and it's obviously a good sign as well that he's gone from derbyshire from another county to somerset so it's clearly a, we're a clearly a, club, clearly a club that people want to come to and um yeah and obviously he's an extremely popular figure um you know he was well loved in his time at somerset he was very passionate and i think he's just someone who just seems to understand bowling um and he seems to have really thrown himself into coaching. So, yeah, should be a really good appointment.
0: Yeah, very happy. Really happy. I think he's he's just the perfect mix between he's a good technical coach, so he'll help the younger bowlers. But he also will be able to support Craig and Lewis and Brooksy, the more senior bowlers, because he's he had that role when he was with us, didn't he? So, yeah. I, I mean, you got if you look at it in the round, you've got him and Traskoffick because... Norman League bowling and batting coach. I don't think many counties have got a better lineup than that in supporting Jason Kerr. And it will take a bit of the bowling weight off of Jason Kerr as well, which is a good thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Andy Harry said in the in the announcement today was um, I think one of the reasons we signed him was um, just get the exact quote up. Um, yeah, this <laughs> alongside the influence that he had on the progression of Derbyshire's Vitality Blast bowling performances really impressed us. Um, and that is an area yeah. that we've needed to work on this year as well yeah. as our seam bowling in the T20s.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's some players like Ollie Sale is, you know, Ollie Sale is the kind of player you'd be looking at, right? He's someone who needs a yeah. coach and uh, he'll hopefully improve. You know, we we want to, obviously, we want to stay, we're, we're perfectly good in four day cricket already, but yeah, T20 is where we need to improve a little bit. And it's, it's via sort of specialist players or potentially sort of specialist players like Sale that will do that, I think. So.
1: Yeah, can't argue with anything you guys have said there. Um, Yeah, happy to see Tango back at the county (laughs) grounds. But we did delay this episode to wait for the county championship fixtures to come out, which came out a couple of days ago. And we are straight back to Lords on Thursday the 8th of April, barring anything uh, uh, disastrous happening with COVID to play Middlesex. And then the first home game is Gloucester on Thursday the 15th of April. Looking forward to those, guys?
0: Yeah, can't wait. I look on ESPN Crick Info and it says match yet to begin which is probably the understatement of all understatements isn't it but yeah when you look at the fixtures and you look at you know all the county fixtures and it suddenly dawns on you that actually we we've come out quite well in the the groupings when you Mm -hmm. see the other you know how even some of the other um groups are so yeah i I like i like going back to, to lords early um and the ones i've the ones I've picked out for me is we've got Gloucester and Leicester back to back, Mm -hmm. which should be two very winnable ones. Yeah, Um, And the one, the one of course that we all fear because it's our bogey is the Mm -hmm. 6th of May when we go to Southampton. So Mm -hmm. I'd like to think by the time we go to Southampton, we've got a decent couple of wins, couple of draws, three wins, something.
2: Yeah. Um, And yeah. And on that, um, I don't think Somerset have ever in their history won their first three county championship matches. But if you look at the fixtures, Middlesex, Gloucestershire, Leicestershire, there is a potential that we could finally do that for the first time ever. So that, that would be nice. Yeah.
0: Well, the only we've got two other Division 1 teams, haven't we, in our group, Hampshire and Surrey.
2: Um, and Gloucester, if you include them, because they got promoted.
0: Well, no, they they weren't Division 1 team, were they? They never got into Division 1. Come on, don't be generous to them, (laughs) Ben. So, you know, so it's quite nice that we've actually got four Division 2 games before we hit a Division 1 team. So, yeah, I think it's worked out quite well for us. I quite like the look of it. And it's the other thing I quite like is that, although it's a bit weird, isn't it, we could be in the situation at the start of July that we're already through, and then there's these two games at the mm. end which could work to our advantage but because we, we still don't know the rest of the schedule I presume that gap would be where they're going to play the 50 over
2: I'm guessing no the blast
0: no. oh is it okay the blast the blast is in
2: June and then the hundreds and the 50 over are in like late July or mid July to August yeah yeah they're the hundreds hundred hundreds of happens, holidays. Of
1: well yeah <laughs> yeah oh it's going to happen Steve it's going to happen and we've had all high water I'm a little bit annoyed again. There's got to be no other cricket going on in April and May um, that we well I presume. There's not going to they're not going to stick blast fixtures in the middle of uh, championship games in April. It is just seems bizarre to me that they're starting these games on Thursday mm. with the prospect yeah. of no, that- little to no play on a Sunday, especially given how some of our um, our four day games the season just gone. We're over in sort of two two and a half yeah. days. You couple that in with the fact that you've got club cricket as you're going to be playing on a Saturday, so if they want to go and watch their only days a Sunday, if they're working full time. And yeah. then you couple that with the fact that they haven't got any cricket on the bank holidays, which mm. for me is an absolute no brainer when you're setting these schedules. So
0: And um, and they did Saturday to Tuesday last year and it mm. worked really well. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. I, I think the reason is to do I assume it's to do with corporate people. So the corporate people come to championship matches on weekdays and there's more certainty for them if they're days one and two because you're more likely to get play. Um, Although I don't know how much sort of hospitality there'll be if COVID is still around. So I'm not sure how that's going to work. But I'm assuming that must be the reason because for me, it just, as you say, it's the fixtures. I think the fixtures are really good, except they're just one day off. Those, Those first eight games, they're one day off. If they were just starting on Fridays, I'd be completely happy with those fixtures. But just for the average fan, it just seems so weird to have it. Because all the weekend cricket is great, but it's just like days three and four on weekend is not ideal. Mm. For me, it's going to be days one and two or days two and three to be the weekend. And it's just that missing, as you said, the two May bank holidays. And some of us aren't mm. actually playing the, the second May bank holiday weekend. Um, there's there's that, that round of games we miss. Um, so that seems a bit odd, no, but not really. everyone's playing on the bank holiday weekends as well. Uh, Thursday, 12th, e-
1: yes, we're, no, we're not. That's right. Yeah, and again, you've got to couple in with the fact that they always have the knockback from the T Twenty Finals Day, don't they? Where it's difficult to get sides playing on the weekend of their Championship fixtures preceding that, because yeah, you obviously can't have a Championship game on that on T Twenty Finals Day. So then they, they yeah. kind of working backwards, they all sort of miss the weekends. So I, I would imagine that there's not going to be much Championship cricket on the weekends in September. So but that sense. is known. I don't know if you've
2: seen those fixtures are the, the, those those fixtures do have dates. The the September ones. All right. The first th- the, the first it's on the ECB website. The first one starts on Bank Holiday Monday in late August. The second one starts on a Sunday. The third one starts on a Sunday. But then the fourth one, the last the last match starts on a Tuesday, and that's the one which yes. I presume is just after T Twenty Finals Day. So it's, that's a bit annoying, but there's not much they can do about it. And then you have got the Bob Willis Trophy final. Which is, I think, a mo- Monday to Friday, which also isn't great. But they've got to play that almost as soon as possible because that goes into October, so they can't really delay that. Really, to be on a weekend, I guess. I just wonder if they're actually fully engaging the fans in in, in choosing fixtures. Are they definitely? Do they definitely fully understand what fans want? Are they certain that you know Thursdays are the best day? You know, mm. I just want to know what they're reasoning is really i think it'd be nice to understand you know, well, i've
1: but, not i've not been the recipient of any surveys about this sort yeah. of thing that i can that i can recall i don't know about you guys
0: and you look through all the fixtures and there's no obvious local derbies you know they the big thing was that they were going to group the local derbies but i was looking through that to see if there was logic that you know like sussex kent is the 13th of may which to me doesn't make a lot of sense. Surrey Middlesex is the 20th of May. So I thought the idea would be that they'd be around Easter and the first May bank holiday, probably. But
2: then mm. I suppose if you're
0: playing yeah. it midweek and not playing on a bank holiday, it doesn't make a lot of difference, does it? So no, 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 no.
2: Yeah. A, a derby weekend would have been good where like everyone's playing a derby yes. match or most teams to play yeah. derbies. Yeah. So yeah, they they do that in lower league football. Um, is something they could have done. But
0: Also, I do wonder why you don't know everyone has got streaming Why you don't have some games that start and run over a weekend and some games that start Monday and run to Thursday or something so that the, you know the one thing you've noticed in this football season is there's been games on a lot more and a lot different times I know you can't you can't start cricket matches that differently but I just wonder why you have to have them all in a block you couldn't have an early and a late I suppose it's scheduling for the players probably but
1: yeah, I think they think COVID's got to be done and dusted, and they'll be selling the corporates on on Thursday and Friday.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. And
1: that's the only reason. That's the only reason I can think of. If if anybody knows any different, please uh, please get in touch and uh, and let us know. One guy that we uh, do hope will be making his debut um, up at Lords is Marchant Delanger. Marchant, you are minus five bright side of life points for calling us a franchise in your first um, interview that you did with Ben, um, probably the day or two after you signed. Maybe you were nervous. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, minus five bright side of life points. Not even sure what they mean.
0: Is there a county, yeah. a, a, cl- a club in the whole of world cricket that is less a franchise than Somerset? I'd say no. Mm. I could, I'd certainly say some of the counties are quite franchising.
1: Oh, yeah. I can think of a few. <laughs> Sorry. With um, w- <laughs> 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 uh Ooh. Lord, There's probably eight. a team in New,
0: New Zealand or Pakistan that probably would beat us to it, but not many.
1: Definitely, 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 definitely not a franchise. Jack Brooks and Ben Green have had um, ops for what was Brooks? He had he had a bad thumb, was it his ankle as well? Was it Achilles,
0: someone like that. He, he had done? both both Achilles yeah. and yeah. a thumb done, didn't he? Which was some achievement.
1: No? Oh, Did you do it? Well, the surgeons were sort of working at both ends at the same time? <laughs> get in, get out, job yeah. done. Yeah fair enough yeah. uh, and Ben Green um, had shin splints as well um, to be honest if he carries on with his um, role opening the bat in uh, in championship cricket I can't see him doing much bowling over the next few years so uh, hopefully those shin splints won't be bothering I was
0: him. I was really hoping you were going to do read out what he actually put on social media he had done because I got about halfway through the description and got completely lost so I'm glad he put shin splints at the end but it was like Lower planar, bloody bloody blah fasciages or something. It, wasn't, it was now just wow, that's mighty impressive. So, can he get? No, missed, can he have a couple that. of? Can he have a couple of bright side of life points for having such a long name for his operation?
1: Yeah, go on then. That's such an easy name to spell as well. Ben Green, no Chetashwa. I was going to introduce you as Chetashwa Tankop, Little joke today, Steve, but I, I didn't. Uh, in the end, no. Yeah, mainly, 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 because, mainly because I forgot.
0: <laughs> okay. No,
1: lost me there. Oh, did you miss, miss the whole Shane Warren controversy about. Um, so, when um, Pujara was at Yorkshire, um, yeah. they called him Steve because it too too oh. difficult to pronounce that. And now, of course, you have the whole Azeem Rafiq um, Yorkshire racism inquiry. Right. And then okay. you have Shane Warren popped up on the. Uh, it's not Channel 9 anymore, is it? Is it Fox now? Channel then? 7 seven yeah they go oh yeah yeah they called him steve at yorkshire because it's too difficult to pronounce bloody name or whatever it's called eh, 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 like that so um and there was a whole explosion on social media about that and uh,
0: excellent excellent channel, yeah that's all right all, all steves will change their names by default
1: solidarity
0: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> oh there was a great venn diagram on twitter about annoying commentators did you see that yeah. it was something like, yes. what is it, stupid, annoying and never shuts up and Shane Warne was right in the middle of those, those Venn diagrams. Can I just go off the of agenda
0: and say... We haven't got the agenda, it's
1: Steve, go for it.
0: Okay, watching the Big Bash, I think Ricky Ponting is just tremendous as a commentator. Yeah. Just fantastic, he's got so much insight but it's the way he reacts when the other commentators take it out of him. They were talking a game about ring run out because he criticized the player for getting run out and they looked up and he's had the fourth, fourth highest number of run outs in international cricket and he was typical ricky do rin- rin- that can't be right they weren't my fault must have been the other bloke and then they read <laughs> down the list and he was four and inzamamore park was five and he just his his face <laughs> and his reaction was just priceless he, just, <laughs> he didn't know what to say and he was going look it up look it up. i want to know how many were my calls and how many were the other blokes calls it was going I think he's I think he's really, really good. Really good.
1: He's good. What he called um uh was in you know when he called it we said, Oh, he's got a, he leaves a big gap between bat and pad to so Stark's is gonna um pitch it up, hoop it back in between bat and pad and try and get in bolder LBW and that's what he did second ball. Hooped it in mm. between bat and pad. Yeah, it's really really
0: insightful, really good. Really
1: good. Not a patch on Gibbo though. I've got to say, Gibbo's um, certainly the best of. Uh, well, no, of the current the proper
0: content's the best of the rest, isn't it? Yeah,
1: definitely. You've interrupted my train of thought now, Steve. Where we? Um, yeah. Speaking Sorry. of the BBL, um, poor old Tom Banton's had enough of, of bubble life and decided to get on a on a plane home. Good luck to him. I say it must have been so frustrating mm, yeah. mm. being in the bubble all summer, only playing a handful of games for England. Then out in the IPL, stuck in that bubble.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. He's had a bit of a, he's he is. He was already said he struggled a bit last winter. He went to the Big Bash and then he went to the um, Pakistan Super League and then he lost form in the Pakistan Super League. And he, he said that he, he, oh, he went. He played in the T10 League as well. And he said he he tried a bit too much. And it was almost looking like that would happen again this winter. And he would be. He was going to go from the IPL to the Big Bash. sorry, IPL to the England tour to the Big Bash. And possibly another England tour um, the, the limited over games against India and then he probably would have gone to the IPL again in, in April and May so it just would have been probably would have been too much for him so it's good I think that he's just taking this break now I think England possibly could have managed him better because they could have said to him we're going to leave you out of this South Africa tour so that you can have a, some time at home and then you can go and play a full big bash rather than coming to South Africa not playing any cricket and then sort of having to quarantine in Australia and then finally pay the Big Bash starting it starting halfway through. It just uh, possibly their management was a bit off there. Um, so it's it's good for Tom that he's come home for now. But yeah, then, then he's got to think about isn't that the next thing he needs to think about is the, IPL was, is the IPL in April and May. Whether he wants to play in that or if he wants to stay with Somerset because he might go to the IPL and again be in a bubble. He again might not play. He might decide it's actually worth staying around with Somerset and being a bit more certain about getting games. Or would he get into the four days? I think
0: that's the thing, isn't it? It's the time he's effectively <laughs> right, right. been—he's effectively been locked down on his own. And you can imagine for us being locked down mm. is tough enough. He's a young lad away from home, and the reason he's away is to play cricket, and he's not playing any cricket. Yeah. I'd yeah. have to count up how many days he, he played about <laughs> two or three games for KKR. Didn't feature in South Africa at all. That must be really, really tough on anyone. You know, be tough on a Joss Butler or a Johnny Bairstow, let alone someone who's just making his way and i was really pleased you know and um jason kerr's reaction on twitter was great and you know the right response they will come back we'll look after him and that, that makes me really proud again that you know you know that somerset will be supporting him and I also i'd like to mention jack leach because he went through the same mm. thing in the summer with the test side didn't he where oh yeah he was yeah. in the bubble for the whole whole summer and didn't get out on the pitch and there's only so much net bowling or throw downs you can do so you know yeah, good for Tom Banton, I say. Good for Tom Banton.
1: Yeah. I think just go back to what you said about the England tour. I think they they want the big squad so they can play these um intra squad yeah. warm-up matches, don't they? Because obviously they can't yeah. go just, you know, <laughs> pop off and, and play somebody down the road because of the the bubbles that they're in. So unfortunately, yeah, like you say, they've mm. got a they've got yeah. to 22 23 so they can, you know, they can warm up. Yeah. I just wonder if they could have
2: picked someone who wasn't going to be playing in the Big Bash. They could have they could have just thought, right, let's have Banson play the entire Big Bash, not have to worry about sort of going from South Africa to the Australia, not have to worry about missing matches. He can have some time at home after the IPL and then gone straight to the Big Bash where he was would have been certain to play cricket. Whereas instead he went from the IPL, I don't know if he probably came home briefly, but then back to England. And then he then he was off to South Africa knowing he wouldn't play and it's just more bubble. If he hadn't gone been picked thing and tour, just out of you know, out of planning ahead reasons then he may not have ended up withdrawing from the big bash but overall, it may still be better that he's he's um ended up missing the big Bash anyway.
0: Would have, the final straw would have been that they have to quarantine because lewis gregory's in quarantine at the moment can't play yeah for brisbane heat until mm. next week i believe yeah so he'd days, have had to do yeah. two, two and 14 day quarantine again so that's another nice thing yeah. about watching the big bash though is there's actually decent crowds in which gives it a bit of atmosphere yeah. which is nice to say so mm. Breaks your heart though, doesn't it?
1: Just watch this. the jealousy of um, I'm getting just watching crowds in in Australia and New Zealand. Mm. It's uh, mm. yeah, uh, huh. and I'm not. We're not getting political on the bright side of life. At least, not for, <laughs> at least not for this week. Steve, did you watch the Q&A with Gordon Hollins, uh, Trez and Andy Harry last week? I know Dan did. Dan popped up I, on the chat.
0: I didn't, I'm afraid. I was working and I missed it. So And I haven't caught up with it yet.
1: Highlights. Uh, we had a brief chat before we started recording, Dan, didn't we? A couple of things that um, yeah. Gordon Hollins <laughs> said. The reason um, the fixtures are delayed is because um, basically the foundation of the English cricket summer is uh, the international games and what grounds are going to be used, and yeah. then the county fixtures sitting around those. Uh, so that's why the fixtures have been delayed. Yeah. Um, the Blast Hundred and Rulanders and not coming out till next year. But there is news on the points deduction, <laughs> and the news is there will be news soon. <laughs>
2: Yeah, pro-rated, hopefully. Pro, yeah. I mean, well, not hopefully but, well, I don't want it at all, but if anything, I think it'll probably be pro-rated, and that's probably the best way to do it. I think that's the logical way. Like You do a bit of it in the group stage and a bit of it in the second mm. stage. It and seems logical to me.
1: Yeah, his words were more or less, it's, it's sort of amical to to all parties' concerned. So um, anything else uh, we got from that? What did, um, what did Sarge no, I think say on
2: the that? Overseas. The overseas yeah. pair wasn't it? Andy Hurry sort of implied in that little chat with him that they had that we would be signing an overseas batsman or that we're looking but it is difficult because of covid and stuff and they don't know the players international commitments and that sort of thing so it's not easy but it sounds like they're on the lookout which does present you know if we do sign one there's definite selection dilemmas there next season particularly when Banton's around because then we've got nine nine players going for six spots in that top six so it could be interesting
1: yeah, so the top six. Well, the top six from Laws. It was it. Wait, oh, right. Dan. That seems so. green. That's Lombardy, B, green. Able.
0: Able. Byron
1: Byram. Bartlett. Bartlett Davis. David. was six, wasn't he? And then we had Lewis seven. Yeah. Okay, so we've got. Here we need to come back into that. Yeah. Yep. We've potentially got a n opener. Could yeah. be could be Matt Wade, Test match opener. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I prefer, the other Oz, just... prefer the
0: other odds. Prefer the other oddsie, Matt. If I'm going to be picky, I
2: David Warner. Now think... uh, Renshaw. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I,
1: I know. Yeah. So potentially Hildreth, Renshaw, and Banton.
2: And also you got Smead as well and Sam Young, but they're they're not they're not obviously yeah. at the moment. In, in so the you, sound, you've but basically got nine, you've got five, Hildreth,
0: two. Banton, Bartlett, mm-hmm. Ben Green, possibly as well, all competing for those two, those three <laughs> slots. Nice, it's a tricky, one, nice, mm. and you've got the the comforting backup that we've got Banton. That if heaven forbid, Steve Davis got an injury. You've Banson can keep wicket, yeah. can't you? Which was always a bit because we were we were having the Steve Snell conversation in the summer, weren't <laughs> we? About you know, as much as we love Steve Snell, I don't think uh, the county championship would let him play with Trade Nation, in but blazoned <laughs> all over his kit. So. <laughs> Had to that. get it in Ian, just for you. How's that
1: Trade Nation? I'm sure he's under contract <laughs> probably for the next six or seven years. <laughs> so I've got a bit yeah, of, so it's, I've got a bit quite I have to work this out. It's I a think nice, it's,
0: nice problem mm-hmm. to have especially with the championship yeah. being in the early season. If, you know, you get an injury like we did to Bartlett and he's out for 2 or 3 weeks. Mm. You're not just saying you've only got Ben Green. No disrespect to Ben Green, but at the time it was you've only got Ben Green to come in, mm-hmm. you know. Lamanby came from nowhere, so we were quite mm-hmm. luck, lucky as you make yeah. your own luck in sport, but we yeah, were well. sort of quite lucky that that Hiram, Lamanby, Green all came through and made runs.
1: Yeah, it's, it's weird now that we're, you've, if you'd have told us 12 months ago, we'd be talking about Tom Lamanby as is, is an established, undroppable opener for the county championship team. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been unthinkable. Lamanby's, the player,
2: Lamanby's the only player who, we, who I think we're certain will play and is certain of his position. For next season i mean tom abel is certain to play as well but we don't yeah. i don't think we can be hundred percent sure he'll bat three he, he's 90 yeah. percent sure about three but the only player 100 percent sure about islam and being he'll open mm-hmm. everyone else is, is up in the air it could be byram opening could be green it could be an overseas player uh abel probably be three and then four five six, you've got hildriff you got bartlett byram's mm-hmm. a candidate there green's a candidate there you know you could banton as a candidate nice. so it could be anyone yeah it's 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 it depends. You know, we'll, we'll have a clearer picture in a few months' time when we know if Banton's going to the IPL, when we know if we've signed an overseas player. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, whatever happens, there will be one or two players that will probably be a bit disappointed, maybe after the, you know, on, on, on the first game when they when they're not picked.
0: Mm. Oh yeah,
2: but I'd rather have mm.
0: that than you know. But no disrespect to Will Smead, but we don't really want him having to bat three at Lords, on 8th of April, do we, if we can <laughs> no. avoid it, you know. Talented kid as he is, mm. it's a bit big ask for him, you know. But we'll yeah. probably be sitting in the September saying, wow, wasn't it lucky that Will Smead had to play that first game? Look at the season <laughs> he's had, you know, 850 runs, 300s, and the match-winning game in the game that clinched the title for us.
1: Yeah. It's these it's funny, it's these these sliding doors moments can sometimes make players, can't they? Mm-hmm. Or just mm-hmm. look at, you know, the, the chances that just like I said about before about Tom Allenby, who would have thought well, that Trez was, ago?
0: Trez was that, wasn't he? Trez was a a middle order batsman mm. bowling scene back in the mid nineties and suddenly mm. someone had a hunch and Duncan Fletcher saw him playing against Glamorgan. that we got that that was
1: it? big hundred, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah? You know, these things happen.
1: So, yeah. I just wonder. Would, I, I just so would the on. opportunity present itself a, a bit later on in the season, where I don't know if this is allowed or not. I presume it's it still is, is to maybe <laughs> loan these guys out, like like Ben Green, when we've, you know, if we've got three, four more batters than we need for that last period in that top division, um, runoff in September in the County Championship to to rather than have yeah. these guys playing yeah, county championship yeah. cricket, uh, to, sorry, play the second eleven cricket, um, send them out to a Division 2 or 3 side.
0: But the other thing is that Royal London One Day Cup, which is going to be a development competition, me, we're going to have a strong development side, no. aren't we? When you think about our non-100, con- you know, if we if we go down that road, it's going to happen. Yeah, There's
1: so we've got A's eight, away, isn't he? Gregory's yeah. well, well, It's not a it's it's
2: definite, it. remember? Yeah, no, the, but let's, Able Byron, let's they assume, were fine last time, but it's not confirmed yeah, let's that assume it,
0: Let's mm-hmm. assume mm-hmm. it's as it is at the moment. Mm-hmm. You've got Green, Lam and B, Smead, potentially the overseas mm-hmm. player if one's still around. Yeah, Hildy. Hildy, Hildy will be there, Davies will be there.
1: Yeah, Goldsworthy. Yeah, you got. You know,
0: Goldsworthy, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I, I doubt if. Leicestershire or Sussex or Northampton are going to put out anywhere
2: near as strong a side as that. Yeah, it'll be interesting because teams like Leicestershire, they didn't have any players signed in the 100 last year. So Leicestershire will be at full strength. So it'll be interesting to see how those teams do. The teams that didn't lose many players to the 100, they're the teams that are traditionally not as good but they might, it sort of levels the playing field a bit because yeah. the best team that have lost their best players. So it will, it will be interesting to see how it goes. But yeah, I think we've, yeah, it's, still, it's really difficult to tell. We've, we've got some good Talented players who were playing in that, so we're giving with a shot of defending our title. I think in the Monday Cup.
0: That's a that's a game. The first home fifty over games. game we've got to get as many mm-hmm. people into the county ground as possible.
2: Oh yeah, we as
0: a, to- a statement that we'll be campaigning that on here. Is it? Oh to yeah, we need together.
1: to. Yeah, I was really hoping that the the hundred fixes and all, well all the domestic fixes would have come out this week, just so we can pinpoint that one game where whatever the Hula Hoops team are at home at Cardiff we've got a raw London game at Taunton and we just pack the place out
0: yeah we've got 8,000 in Taunton and they've got 256 Yeah, year 11s <laughs> yeah. or year 9s in or something yeah absolutely I'll
1: get everybody in we'll have banners save county cricket we could all get um, get t-shirts with one letter each on and just stand up and say, save county cricket <laughs> or duck the hundred <laughs> <laughs> I'll get thrown out would that be allowed I don't know
0: uh,
2: Is protesting no, allowed? If, it's, if it's not not, on, not well, the swearing, not the swearing. Are fine, aren't they? it's yeah. the principle of war but I think if it's on TV it might be a bit dodgy but I think if it's not on TV you might be okay there has been instances in the past of fans being asked to remove shirts or how well, was about shirts but remove banners or something for protesting I can't if that was because mm-hmm. it was on TV or not but it's, it's worth worth checking I think
1: I did did have a look at, because I think organised it for Sunday the night, I say organised, I made a Facebook event that nobody ended up coming to, obviously, because it was was all cancelled. Yeah, Sunday the night, I think we were playing Yorkshire um, on the day that um, they had a game in Cardiff. Hula Hoops. Hula Hoops, and I I had a look at, I was on the ground entry, terms and conditions (laughs) section of the website. um, And to be fair, it didn't say that you couldn't have a massive flag um, waving around saying save County Cricket duck the hundreds so. there's a
0: really easy thing we all we all bring a copy of County Cricket Matters along and wave that
1: yeah or
0: plug for an plug for Annie there to get her circulation up. yeah definitely
1: I've uh, ordered uh, my, my first copy this week's yet to arrive so I think it should be in the next couple of days
0: or the, a giant
1: and I mean giant covering all of them sheep hung out the flats top floor to bottom floor left <laughs> to right <laughs> <laughs> cost prohibitive
2: what are that a couple of grand maybe for a giant <laughs> <dollar laughs> <cheese? laughs> uh, everyone's in. you never know it's not
1: a of crowdfunder
2: you
0: never know wolves funded that banner for raul jimenez last week and they raised mm-hmm. 20 grand in about three hours apparently okay. and the banner cost like four grand they gave the rest to charity four
1: grand four grand Then we need to negotiate with the flat owners about losing the sight of the sight of a game.
0: Yeah, we've got we've got some listeners who are flat <laughs> occupants though, so we've got some friends in oh, high places. Well,
1: even literally. If it's, uh, literally high places. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. Do you like that? Did you like that? That oh, was very good.
1: <laughs> very good, Tash. Very good. Cool. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, guys. Sound like a plan. I, I think I've exhausted my um, my agenda. Have we got any more uh, any more stuff, guys? I think you had a little um, kind of things you want to. Uh, to raise steve before i i've got i've got a garden center anecdote i need to tell you at the end as well it's very good
0: i i just say anyone who didn't watch day one of india australia india adelaide find on youtube the clip of coley getting run out it is i could watch that on loop for about an hour and still not get tired of it run out by his vice captain who hit it straight to extra cover shouted yes, took a stride down the wicket and then watched Kohli at halfway down the wicket turn and get run out by 10 yards. Just just wonderful. Just, it couldn't have happened to a nicer bloke either. <laughs> so he was on 70. It's his only test match because he's going back to India for the birth of his first child. So he clearly wanted to make a 100. Uh, it was just, just the most beautiful moment in world cricket. So please watch it on YouTube if you haven't. Does
1: Kohli get a bad rap?
0: No, made, no, no, if, you've, I like if you've watched that series about the Australian test side oh, the f- Justin oh, Langer the,
1: the one with oh. the, the most hilarious bit in any sporting documentary ever in the history of sporting documentaries where Justin Langer kicks over the bin remembers yep. that he's being or realises that he's being filmed for a documentary about, uh, about how the Australian cricket team have improved and they're all really nice guys and they have to spend the next five minutes picking up yeah. all this relationship well,
0: apart apart from the fact that i really like jl the the fact that comes out because that that was the india Austra- india in australia series that was the start of that and you actually see how nasty because it's just actual footage and you just see the way they treated he treated tim Payne uh just I, sorry I, I really people like that and i said to you on a previous pod uh, watching it steve smith went up in my estimation quite a lot but Kohli just went down. I wouldn't want to be in Kohli's side. I wouldn't want to be in the same dressing room as him. Uh, and I think most of the Indian players are probably quite fearful of him.
1: So I'll tell you my garden centre anecdote. This was great. Oh, come on. So I went to the garden centre last weekend to um, get some uh, extra Christmas lights. Um, I'll go with my little boy. We get, get the lights, get a few other things, come out. Next to me is a car with a personalised number plate RF and then two other numbers v (laughs) d m and i think hello roloff's down the garden center here i obviously hadn't seen him in there so sort of um i think well i can't just go in case it's him you know say hello (laughs) (laughs) so we're sort of sort of right it was we're in the parent and child so we're kind of right next to the the exit and uh so I sort of sat in there with my little boy, he's six, and saying, can we go? And I'm like, no, we just got to wait five minutes. He's like, why? I was like, well, Daddy needs to just see one of his friends who's coming out. All oh, right, two minutes passed. Can we go? No, no, not yet, just got to wait. Anyway, two minutes later, you'll never guess who walks out the garden center. Not Roloff and the <laughs> it was somebody else. Somebody else completely entirely, about 75-year-old guy, borders a check chicken. But, Roloff, <laughs> if you are listening, there is a personalised number plate, literally, with your name on it. Um, waiting for you. Waiting for you. You should around. have known. You, well,
2: look, you said RF, didn't you? As RF VDM. Because yeah. his initials are R-E-VDM. It's off,
1: Roloff. Roloff, you see, I
2: thought. No, maybe. I suppose so, yeah. Could have no been. But it's anything to been an, of an E. so... Uh, it could have been the tail, but no, I don't blame you at all. Yeah, it's it's very close.
0: close. Although what he'd be doing, crushing, a, crushing disappointment.
1: What have you doing at a garden centre forty miles from Taunton? I, I don't know, but um, yeah, so <laughs> slightly, slightly disappointed with that. But I probably, I probably should have realised it was unlo- it was a mini as well. And I can't see Roloff driving a mini. It doesn't seem like his sort of car to be honest. Yeah.
0: Joe so Garner, can... Garner drove a mini when he was in Taunton. Did he have to? Sit
1: the, did he sit in the back seat? No, they
0: they, <laughs> they took the front seat out. Yeah, <laughs> White's Whites had a customised Mini for him for a well. while. Is mm-hmm. that
1: because putting the seat back on a normal-sized car just wouldn't be...
0: I don't know. Wouldn't be big enough
1: think. for him. Are we going to Lords? I don't know if I can make Lords. Obviously, definitely make the Gloucester game. It's tempting after being away for so long.
0: I sort of want yeah. a plan, but I don't want to plan, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, I, my guess is we won't quite be able to... Well. I suppose it might be 2,000 fans but Mm. I don't know if it'll be free to be normal I don't think it'll be that in April maybe later in the season but yeah hopefully we'll have the 2,000 fans and hopefully it will be because with the the championship I don't know what attendances are like but hopefully it'll be enough tickets available that away fans can go
1: well well, domestic cricket at Lords is not very well attended another anecdote I'll tell you so with work two years ago I went to this estate agent awards thing up at the Grosvenor and it's like an afternoon thing. And so you like you start drinking at sort of half eleven with with your, your lunch and then um uh, what's he called out of Kirsty and is it Phil Spencer, of Kirsty and Phil, location, location, location. He does all the awards, all the estate agents are getting pissed up. About sort of after three, four o'clock it's done. And on the same day, Middlesex are playing Lancashire in the one day final or not the final, but just one of the Royal London group games which is like 10 minutes by cab up to Lords, And I am sort of looking at my phone thinking, well, our train's not going till half past seven. Shall I go? <laughs> and I thought, like, yeah, why not? So I just say to the guys, look, I'll meet you back at Paddington. So I'll get in a cab, and that was like 15 quid. There was probably about half an hour's play left by the time I got there. They still charged me the full 25 quid to get in, the Robin swines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then I thought... Oh no, home, of, of,
0: home of cricket. Yeah, home, home of, cricket. of cricket. And then
1: all of a sudden, I kind of thought, oh, shit, my, I've not really planned this well because I'm only going to watch about 10 minutes. So I think... Um, yeah, I think Middlesex ended up winning easy in the end. Um, but hey, yeah, I had to leave about five minutes i was there for about five minutes and then to get a taxi back to paddington so that little trip cost me 45 quid up to lords for about 10
0: minutes past. which probably worked out yeah. as about four pound per delivery you watch bold then
1: it was about that but just to be there at the home of cricket drunk in my suit but go back to my original point it was empty it literally mm. there was this was yeah it would have been a friday night in london public game virtually nobody there have oh, i bored dan mm. he's gone
0: yeah he's i think i think uh He's he's headed off to do his Christmas shopping, and so probably a, a festive festive signal from our <laughs> co-presenter. You
1: still there, Dan? I'll oh, be so, yeah. back. Right, yeah, um, well, I've got an- while I'm doing anecdotes. This is about how my son got th- uh, got Tom Abel out. Okay, <laughs> nice. First, this is his first trip to the county ground to watch Somerset. We've been the year before when I think he would have been. Four, I think we've been to watch a couple of the Western Storm games, and then his first championship game was the first game of this, not last season, season before last, against Kent. So we go up there, get there about lunchtime, mooch around a bit, wander into the shop, bump into Richard Bright, so I know a little, um, know a little bit through doing all sort of the testimonial games for Trees and Trez and and Hildy and that. Um, I'm very kindly get invited up to his box in the uh, in the Markwood, what was then the Somerset Pavilion, which is now. The Marcus Droscoffic Pavilion. So Theo's there, he's playing on the Nintendo in the box. I'm sat, so I think, I think Eddie Byram's parents were in there. There's a couple of other people just chatting in there. Nobody else is around, obviously, none of the boxes are, are being used. It's, um, uh, it's it's a Sunday, so no corporate in there. Actually, we did, did um, catch James Taylor in the box next to us, so I think was on uh, coming down to look at Lewis. So anyway, I'm trying to get Theo into the cricket. It was a mistake to bring his Nintendo up because he's just stuck in that. So, um, I turn it off. Say it's run out of battery. We go and um, we go and sit on the um, we go and sit on the balcony watching the game. And during the you know sort of during the overs break, I say, "Come on, Somerset! Big clap, shout it out, Come on, Somerset! Nothing, nothing at all. Not interested. Sat grumpy. Anyway, during this um, little uh, session of me trying to get Theo to chat out and get involved, and he's having none of it. Mitchell Claydon is um, dotting up Tom Abel, and he's getting a bit frustrated. So fifth ball of the over. Theo, just as Clayton's about to let go, shouts at the top of his voice, "Come on, Somerset!" Aves <laughs> curtain rails one, caught behind. Thanks for coming. Oh God! Yeah. So if um, if you are <laughs> listening, Tom, apologies for that. Sorry about that, Tom. Um, but all's well that ends well. We did go on and uh, go on and win that game, and I do promise that uh, uh, if we do come back, he'll keep his mouth shut. And- <laughs> We did go up for a couple of other games uh, after that, and um, I sort of hang around the shop. But Richard didn't invite me back up to his box again, so I think we know why. I've <laughs> done. Got my, I don't. Have, have you guys made memberships yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw it. I'm going to be last. That's on my list to do. I Mine, have...
0: Minus three. Po- Brownie points for you. Bright side. Minus three bright side of life points for you. Plus oh, three for Dan and I. Oh, we got anything else, guys?
2: i don't I think, think so i'd say
0: have a great christmas guys and yep. Uh, yep. So when we get back together we'll then start that lovely process of counting down and looking forward whereas at the moment it's all a yeah, bit let's get it? through the new year and see what happens
2: yeah we've got the hill yeah. it. it's, it's all
1: it's downhill quick. it's all downhill from january the first of the cricket season
2: unless you're stuck. particularly when you got the friendly to start in what mid-march as well so mm. mm-hmm. that's I'm a start yeah. i yeah. might even be able to get the. can't wait
1: yeah, I'm going to go to
2: Lords sod it I'm going to book a hotel let's do it oh yeah I'm going to try to if, 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 if fans are allowed oh yeah definitely I mean that weekend hopefully yeah
1: can't wait Thursday the 8th of April i yeah, will be back from holiday then. sounds good right guys hopefully then we will uh, we will meet at Lords on Thursday the 8th of April but I'm sure we'll meet virtually to do another
0: podcast
1: before then probably in the new year when I suppose when all the hundred and blast and um, yeah. all London fixtures when all are. that comes
0: out When we sign Matty Renshaw.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Or any other significant news comes out of the county ground. Um, Yeah. But, cool then. Right, for Steve and Dan, uh, just remains for me to wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and of course a Happy Birthday to Trez. We'll see you next year on The Bright Side of Life.
0: Great
1: franchise.